0: We continue in chapter 38. Chapter thirty, in one word. Bikavana. Intention. Focused concentration. Devout focus. Is the idea that we're going to now start. We, th- chapters 35 through 37, spoke about the uniqueness of doing an action-oriented mitzvah. In the act itself, you have a divine connection. In the act itself, you engage your body because your body is involved in an action, whether it's speech, it's a form of action um, in the sense that You actively engage your physical body and your vital soul is what gives the power, the energy to do that. So by doing the act of the mitzvah, you engage that part of your being that needs to be fixed, that needs to be perfected, to be transformed. But that's literally in the very act itself. So, in the act itself. Now we're going to the flip side of the coin. That's what we're going to examine in the next few chapters. Kavana, intent. Deep concentration or focus. um, Deliberateness, mindfulness, whatever term you want to use. That's our, our focus now. Now I was just going to bring a little idea over here, short class. He says, that although we've been speaking now about the act, the act itself is what creates the dwelling place for God. The act itself is an end in itself. In the when you do the mitzvah, just putting on that's fill just the act of giving charity, lighting Shabbos candles, eating kosher, the act itself, well, eating kosher on Shabbos at least, is an end in itself. It's a divine connection. Yet nevertheless, as it's said about prayer, and it won't be just about prayer, but by prayer we understand this idea more than anywhere else perhaps, uh, right, or making a blessing over food, that when it's said without kavana, without intent, without a focus, maybe you said the words, you said the prayer, you articulated it it's like a body without a soul in other words the words of prayer are the body the intent the mindfulness is the soul it's the soul so it's like a body the words without a soul hmm okay so the alternative now goes into explaining this idea in a deeper sense. And we're just going to touch upon it today. We'll continue in forthcoming classes. Because that's how it, it's divided. So just as all creatures of this world, they possess a body and soul. All living things, we get that have a body, and have a soul that animates it, right? But God is animating everything, constantly, out of nothingness, something out of nothing, yesh mi ex nihalo, God is creating. Which means, what's God animating? something out of nothing my body right how about my soul my soul too my animating soul for yeah Th- it's being created something out of nothing both are being created something out of nothing right now parenthetically the alternative says now the, the material body right of things that is for example like a stone earth that are absolutely inanimate their vitality comes from God and vitality if it were to be removed it would become naught. it would become nothingness as it was before it was created right that's just so we have That everything would, that's just a parenthetical remark over here. God is animating the body of everything and the soul of everything. That being said, there is a distinction between animating the body of something and animating it, its soul. There's a distinction. That would conclude today's class. Life, living life as a body without a soul seems like not living but the truth is the body is separate from the soul the body gets and being animated by god and the soul is being animated by god so you could lead a life of the body being animated by god every moment something from nothing and not lead a soulful life that's possible so we could do the body of a mitzvah we could say words of prayer and yet our mind is elsewhere like the famous story of the Baal shem tov after prayer service he went over to one of his chassidim and he said shalom aleichem welcome back from your travels Says Rebbe, I, I traveled a month ago. I, I've been back here since. I was here. I didn't come back uh, just now. I came back a while ago. He says, yes, that's true. But in your prayers today, you were traveling. You were not in your prayers. You said the body of prayers. But your soul was elsewhere. Your soul was back at the market. That's where you were. Oh, that's why I'm welcoming you back. So likewise, we can be engaged in something. And we're in the body of it, but lacking its soul. So are we alive? Well, yeah, we're alive in the sense that God animates the body separate from the soul. So I'm being animated now. God's creating my engagement in this. But it's a body without a soul. It's missing the soulfulness. It's missing the kavana, the intent. That's what's lacking. So, a call to mitzvah action. I ask everybody here, to a call to mitzvah action today on something that's kosher i mean if you're jewish then you, you know eat, some, eat something that's kosher say a bracha a blessing and be, be instead of rattling it off that perhaps the way you might normally do it or maybe you are giving some concentration to the bracha uh, and but now give it even greater Concentration. Take one blessing today, or even better on Shabbos, the Kiddush, or the Hamotzi on the Challah, and think about it for a moment, about that mitzvah, about that divine connection, and um, you know whatever it might be, Kiddush, the sanctification of the day. Again, it has to be with kosher wine. If it's not kosher wine, don't make a blessing on it. it has to be kosher challah. Right? Um, and if those things you don't have, an apple's kosher. <laughs> fresh vegetables is kosher. Fresh, uh, uh, an apple. Think for a moment. Have intent of who this belongs to and that you're gaining permission from God to partake in this by making the blessing. That's today's call to action. And then it'll be not like a body without, it'll be life. Not as a body without a soul, but real life as the body that is infused with soulfulness. Okay. Questions, comments? Rick, if you had a question, I I lost it in the feed. Oh, no. Did God always exist? Of course. Time is a construct that God made. He created. So God's beyond time. Not that he, like, like, he's not limited to time. Before God, there is no time right he created time so did he there wasn't an always for him to exist because always means well there's you know different points in that linear time period so you know and and of course we have to speak in those terms cuz that's you know for us there is a linear there time is you know, past, present, and future. Um, But God is beyond that. So more than always. Right? But yes, in our terms, we have to say it that way. okay Jane how do we effectively how do we effectively discipline the mind for prayer Mm. hmm I've told you we're making a tiny rabbi community so we're gonna deal with that so much more good question we'll get there it's a simple uh, just the simple thing is, right now, just, you know, knowing that that's what you need to do now, and just very stubbornly commit yourself to it, right, to pray and focus on, on your prayers, and, and it is a difficult thing, thank you Jane, it is much easier learning than prayer, to be focused. Um, Vicki, I've seen the value of prayer before a meal and you've made me understand, right? How can a non-Jew use the Jewish blessings? Thank you, Vicki. Let me, um, I I want to, a good question I need to find out more specifically. So I I'm going to let me think about it and I will um, get back to you. Okay? Thank you for the question. But for sure in the English you could say it. Say it in the English as of now. Okay. English translation. Remind you of Ramam today at 1. Strategic, do you mean soul in the literal sense that you mean where the mind is, the soul goes? Uh, that's thoughts. Separate thoughts from soul. The thoughts of the person, that's where the soul vests itself in. Yes. So that's true. Okay, Rachel, thank you. Target sells kosher wine. Okay, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. So if you want to get kosher wine, the body is just as important though, Rabbi, as it is the vessel for our soul to do the physical acts of chesed. We can only do the mitzvahs uh, via our body, right? Yet the intent is via our soul. Correct. We're going to explain that more uh, coming... Classes, uh Michelle. Thank you. It's very true. Is it better to daven a small amount if you ha- if you feel you won't be focused than the entire davening? Bella. Um, that's a very good question. I would say if you're already davening the whole thing, don't minimize. Just choose a certain part to really focus each day. Uh, Rachel, could the reconnection of body and soul also be likened to the connection between heaven and earth? Yeah. 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 Yeah, on some level. David, first time here. The topic is Tanya. The topic is our lives. That's the topic. Thank you for joining, David. First timer. By the way, any other first timers? Um, always let me know. It's great to have. okay um all right folks amazing I know what to say you inspire me day in day out um, in in your devotion it's a uh, beautiful, I don't know what to say but it's beautiful yeah, so a reminder, the call to action call to mitzvah action, We're talking about Kavana, gotta have um, gotta have that, yeah Um John about the, the non about the kosher wine if it's mevushal, then it's not a problem. mavushal uh, means it's a pasteurizer it's brought to a certain level and so it's not like what was used for idolatry, so then it's not a problem yes um called mevushal wine As it, when you, most wine kosher wine is what we call mevushal, cooked. It means literally cooked, it means pasteurized, um, or beyond pasteurization. And uh, so then that's not a problem. Okay? Folks, I've got to run. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you from Chabad Zerf and Kadeshim in Montreal, Canada. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. Have a wonderful day, a good night of Shabbat.